0: praise you today as we come to you thank you god for giving us an opportunity to stand before your people i'm decreasing that you can increase speak to me let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight and god i will speak your words i give you praise and glory and honor jesus name everyone say amen you may be seated. We thank God for the water baptism in Jesus' name, the Holy Ghost, for the evidence of speaking in tongue as the Spirit of God give utterance, for abiding steadfastly apostles' doctrines. Thank God for our board of bishops, presiding bishop, Bishop Ira J. McLeod, Senior Bishop, Bishop uh, Adrian Shaw, and then all of the board of bishops. And we thank God for our First Lady in her absence, All of the ministers of the Gospels here, I pray that you would give me your undivided attention this morning because God is about to deliver somebody. Tell somebody God is about to deliver somebody. I'll call your attention to the book of Philippians 3 and 1. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord to write, The same things to you. To me, indeed, it's not grievous, but for you it is safe. Beware of dogs. Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of concisions. For we are the circumcision which worship. God in spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any man think that he has whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribes of Benjamin, as Hebrews, as of Hebrews, and Hebrew. Of the Hebrews as touching the law of the Pharisee concerning zeal, persecuting the church. Listen at that, touching the righteous, which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ, yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency, excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things that do count them but dung that I may win Christ and be found in him not having my own righteousness which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know him in the powers of the resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being made comfortable, uh, conformable which unto his death. If by any means I might obtain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I have already attained, either or already perfect, Either were already perfect, but I follow after if, that I may apprehend that which I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Listen, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward unto those things which are before. Could you read verse 13 with me together on the count of three? One, two, three. Uh huh. Uh, Let's start over. Some some of them get on the bus. Philippians 3 and 13 on the count of three. One, two, three. Brethren, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of Christ Jesus, God in Christ Jesus. My message is, Detaching from my past because I've got to get to my future. Detaching from my past because I have to get to my future. Let me share with you the power of the mind and the power of thinking. Situations could have transpired and gone and you're living in 2023 and you're still holding the guilt of 1980. Because a new year has come doesn't mean psychologically you've left that year. Because you're 30 don't mean you're not still living in your 16-year-old time. And Paul's message for getting those things behind are very powerful because we, we read about Paul, we read about the ministry of Paul, but we don't read about how difficult it was for Paul to adjust as an apostle in the church. And how difficult it was trying to be what he was because people in the congregation could not accept Paul because of his past. And he couldn't even be accepted in the Hebrew church and his ministry had to be put towards the Gentile church because they were so adamant against his ministry because they couldn't let go of the past of Paul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to look at somebody and say, my past is my past. Regardless of what I've done, who I've done it to, who I've done it with, or where I've done it, that's my past. And I want you to look at that same person and say, if you have a problem with me, you have one too. What makes us think that someone else's past is worse than yours? And you get a past from your past but you hold me in mind. Paul is being held because he was a murderer. And it's difficult To listen to people who have stole, lied, fornicated, committed adultery, but to listen to somebody who killed your relatives is difficult for the church to receive. Paul was a church killer. Go with me to the book of Galatians chapter 1 and 13. And he's having problems ministering to this church. These churches, Galatians 1 and 13. For he have for ye have heard of my conversation in times past, in the Jewish religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it. When Paul says wasted it, And persecuted it? I mean, I lined them up like the mafia did and shot them down. That's what I did. I wasted it. Not just killing one or two, but in groups. I killed them. This is heavy. Talking about Paul's past. Then in Acts chapter 7, go with me to Acts chapter 7. Just before God decided to save Paul, hallelujah, and God decided to clean him up and save him, Paul kills one of the head deacons in the church. Go down in the book of Acts chapter 7 and 54. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, And they gashed on him with their teeth, and he being full of the Holy Ghost, talking about Stephen, looked up steadfast in heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God and said, Behold, I see heavens open and the Son of Man uh, standing on the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city. And stone him. They're stoning Stephen. And the witness laid their clothes at a young man's feet, whose name was Saul. So while they're killing Stephen, Saul is the man riding on the horse, calling the shot. Leave your clothes here and I'll watch them while y'all kill him. Verse number 59, and they stoned Stephen calling upon the name of God, saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not descend sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Then Acts chapter 8. Amen. So he's killed and is responsible for the death of Stephen. And then in Acts chapter 8, it says, and Saul was consenting unto his death. And at that time, there was a great persecution against the church, which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. And devout men carried Stephen. Now, the church, as carried Stephen, had a funeral. Carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentation over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church entering into houses. So Saul was going into houses of the saints and healing men and women, committing them to prison. So Saul now, who we know as the apostle now, but Saul went in, was going into houses, dragging people out, killing people, killing the saints of God, persecuting them. He has been responsible for the death of Stephen. And then in Acts chapter 9, while he's on his way to kill somebody else, and has just killed Stephen, in Acts chapter 9, it says, and Saul, yet breathing out, threatening and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord Jesus, went unto the high priest and desired a letter to Damascus, to the synagogue, that if he found any on that way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. Now listen at this so you can see. He has just killed Stephen and been dragging people out of their houses, killing him. Then he is on his way to the courthouse to get his official papers to kill anybody he wants. And the Lord met him before he went to court. On his way to get the final document, hallelujah, to say I can go and kill him whenever I want him at any time and don't have to get permission. Just go and kill him. The Bible say in verse 3, and as he journeyed, he came near Damascus and suddenly there shined around about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? No revival service. No one got with him, said, tear and call on the name. He just got knocked down and had an experience with God. And he said, in verse 5, and he said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecuted. It is hard for thee to kick against a prick. And he trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what would you have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou shouldest do. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. And Saul arose from the earth, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no man, but they led him by the hands and brought him into Damascus. He was there three days without sight, and neither did he nor drink. And there was a disciple, now this is what I want you to see, there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. To him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Behold, I'm here, Lord. And he said unto him, Arise and go and to the street which is called Straight and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarshish. For behold, he prayed and had seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming and putting his hands on him that he might receive his sight. And Ananias answered and said, Lord, I have heard. By many of this man, how much evil he has done to thy saints at Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all that call upon thy name. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and children of Israel. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. What God has done is taken this thug, this killer, this murderer, and have completely converted his life. But God tells the church that he's coming. And the church is worried about his past. The Lord said he's coming. I said, but I heard about what he did. It is possible for God to change you and you're not that same person. But sometimes when God changes people, we can't deal with the new person because we're too busy worrying about what they were and what they've done and their past. You've got to get out of people's past. In fact, you've got to get out of your own past because your own past will keep you from becoming the person that God wants you to be. God said he's a chosen vessel. Chosen, but he just killed somebody fresh. (laughs) Stephen has just been killed fresh. See, let me tell you, when you ask God to forgive you, it doesn't take 20 years for God to forgive you. It doesn't take six months for God to forgive you. It doesn't take too much. It doesn't take 60 days. It doesn't take 10 days. It doesn't take a a day. The minute you ask God to forgive you, God has forgiven you and washed you of that. If you fell last night and walked in this place and asked God to forgive you and you confess and you're sincere about that confession, God forgives you. Now we have problems with that because sometimes the people that We're asking to forgive. They still have things that have hurt us. But it doesn't matter whether you're still hurting from what I've done. It doesn't matter if you still got the luggage from what I've done, you have an obligation to forgive me. And have no right to hold it over me because forgiveness is instantly. God doesn't hold it against us. And God now is allowing the church to accept Paul, hallelujah, as an apostle. But they're holding Paul to killing the saints. But these are the same ones that killed Jesus. The people who had gotten saved were the same Jews that stood on the cross and say crucify him. And he's trying to get them to accept Paul, but they don't want to accept Paul because of Paul's past. And yet they have tucked the Lord of hosts, put him on the cross, and hung him, and struggling to accept Paul. Somebody say hallelujah. Can you put your hand together and give God a praise and say hallelujah. Grab somebody by the hand and look him in the eye and tell him, I'm forgiven. Tell them again, look them in the eye and tell them, I'm forgiven. Hallelujah. Tell them again, I am forgiven. How many of you here saints that know that God has forgiven you for whatever it was that you committed or done? Give God praise and say say, hallelujah. There are women, and I don't condone abortions, I don't condone any of those things, I don't condone any of them. But there are women in the church who have had abortions in your life. And we are not pro-choice. Let let me change that. Let me change that. I am pro-choice. And let me explain this very well. And I'm pro-choice. That means if you make the choice to get in the bed, you need to make the choice to have it. And if you don't want it, amen, get out the bed. But if you get in the bed, you're going to have to have it. That is a choice. It it is. God is pro-choice put it in, lock it up, you're going to have to have no baby. You take it out and use it, you're going to have a baby. That is a choice. You don't get a choice after you done started it. Let me back, back up. Let me get back on this road where Paul was on. But forgiveness of self Forgiveness of others and not letting it linger. You know, you can hurt somebody, ask them to forgive you and tell them you're sorry, and a year later they still ain't speaking. That's not God. Forgiveness happens immediately. Immediately. And if you still have these attitudes and dispositions, the way that you're treating people and acting people, you haven't totally forgiven. Is there struggles with forgiving? Yes, but to forgive must be done instantly. What is the problem with Paul, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and 9, and what happens when When people fail to forgive us or when we fail to forgive ourselves, even though we are greater, we feel less about ourselves. I watch people, and I've said this before, I watch people who come to church who won't shout, won't praise, won't worship, won't lift their hands up because there's something about unforgiveness that makes you feel less than you are. Paul does not even compare himself as an apostle and as, as, as a greater apostle. And he 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 goes into a place where he speaks thinks less of himself than he ought to think. First Corinthians chapter 15 and 9. For I am the least of the apostles that am not meet to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. So he says, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the least. I don't really feel valued a part of the ministry, a valued, a part of salvation because I've persecuted the church so I don't feel as though I'm up to their standard. Yet these apostles and others have made Paul feel less than he was and Paul did it out of ignorantly. But they were knowledgeable of Jesus when they said, I don't know you. Peter had keys when he said that. Paul had no knowledge. I was really trying to defend the faith, but you knew. But yet you put me down as a nothing. Be careful how you put people down. Be careful how you lower them and put them down. It is always good to take a look at yourself before you crucify somebody else. And there are people in this church who God has completely saved and delivered. Have I asked for the forgiveness of God and the grace of God in your life? And yet when you walk into the church door, there's this heaviness that hits you. When you pull up on the church ground, there's this heaviness that hits you. When the praise and worship is going and although you want to give God thanks and give God the glory, somebody's mean mugging you and looking at you certain way like you don't deserve to be in the house of God. But all of us have a right to praise God. I walk up on some folk that every now and then, their breath smell like liquor. I walk up on some folk every now and then, they smell like cigarettes. I walk up on some folk every now and then, they smell like they might have been vaping or something else. But yet God said, let everything that have breath, nicotine breath, vaping breath, drinking breath, let everything that have breath, praise the Lord. And when you touch somebody praise you're not messing with them you're messing with God and if you look at me in such a way and treat me in such a way that I'm not comfortable giving God to pray you're not messing with me you're messing with his praise everybody ought to praise God Can I get everybody in this building to stand on your feet and give God praises? Everybody that has been delivered, everybody that has been free, everybody that God has brought out, everybody that God has healed. Give me some volume here. Give me some volume here. What bothers me is that there are secret things in our lives that God protect us from and don't expose them. But if God ever exposed them, people will see that you're just as bad as they are. You may bother somebody that may have 10 11 children, but how many abortions have you had? Now, you done had had them, but you killed them. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I think if I was you and I know I would had about 10 abortions and I see somebody pop up with about five pregnant children, I'd just keep my mouth shut because you, God God would go to the cemetery and pull those children back up and consciously he will run you crazy. You, listen, you've got to be careful. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You, you, you look at somebody, praise the Lord, and you pick at them and talk about them because they had a, a, a short skirt, but you ain't have no clothes on last night you talking about a short skirt you were butt naked last night in somebody else bed don't let God dig up on you see we deal with this stuff we know about somebody committed adultery, but you committed with Beyonce last night in front of the big screen. And she wasn't even there. Y'all done got quiet on me today. But I thank God and every now and then when you see me praising God, it ain't for the stuff that you know because I know some stuff that's under the blood that I gotta thank God for. And if you hear and you got something under the blood, you ought to stand up and say, Thank you. There were some young people years ago that were doing some things in Winter Haven. And I won't tell you how God caught up on them, but they were in Winter Haven, and they was in the car, and doing whatever they was in the car. He had just gotten back from the army. They parked the car in such a position, and back then, cars weren't made like they made today, that the the car was in a condition where it could not let the, 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 the proper exhaust out and they had a sexual relationship in the car and died in the car naked after having sex. You don't know how merciful God has been to you and you're going to sit here like you can't give God praises. It's the mercy of God. You know you ought to have AIDS. You should be scratching, itching, rubbing, and everything else. But the grace of God... He had it, you should have had it, and you're going to sit around here like you can't give God glory. Your sins are forgiven, and you're washed, and you ought to say thank you. Crap somebody by the hand, tell them they ain't got no time to look at you. I need to praise God for what he brought me from. I ain't got no time to look at you like you like, like you the mouth of your to shoot me down. I got grace. And I don't care about you being in no pulpit. The Lord had grace on you too. I don't care about you being in no choir. The Lord had grace on you too. Amen. Somebody ought to praise God and say thank you for your grace. Reach over and grab somebody by the hand and said, I slipped up, but I didn't slip out. Woo, And I hope you will learn how to slip up instead of slipping out. If you fall, don't go out, go up. Say, Lord, help my fall to make me get closer to you. Don't back up, do like David and say, God, have mercy on me, Lord. Save me, Lord. Give me a clean heart. Why are you preaching like this pastor? Because half of the people that are in here are in that shape. Why are you preaching like this pastor? Because half of the people that are here have been in and out. but I come to tell you that God's going to do something for you and God going to deliver you and God going to free you. God going to make you free. And God gonna give you what He wants you to have. And God gonna put. And don't you worry about anybody else. When the Lord save you, He gonna put you where you're supposed to be. He gonna make you what you're supposed to be. Somebody ought to give God a praise and say Hallelujah. Tell somebody God ain't through with me yet. He ain't through with me yet. I tell you, He got a purpose for you. Paul said, "I'm the least. I'm the least." I'm the least of the apostle that I not meet to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. Listen at the guilt talking about it, talking out of him. I'm not worthy. I can't do this job. I persecuted the church. But then verse 10, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. By the grace of God, I am what I am. It's something about when you know you don't deserve it that makes you sing a little different. There's a shout that comes from a saint that no God has delivered you. Drunkers and ex-dope addicts got a different praise than y'all sophisticated folk. Some of y'all got a handkerchief praise. But a good old dope addict that know I struggled to get off of dope. you didn't have to struggle. You just got up this morning and went to work, but I struggled to keep my paycheck on Friday. I struggled to pay my bills. I struggled on Friday just to go home and pay my bills without me going to the dope man. Now, when I have went a whole month and kept my check and got a car and a house, the things that you don't appreciate God for, I know how to praise God. So don't me in no special section because I'm running around here and shouting and dancing. I know how to give God a dope at it, praise. I know how to give God a hallelujah. Now this is what I want you to do. I want everybody in this building to think about every bad thing you've done. I mean every bad. Now some of y'all I'm going to have to, y'all going to have to pick up after church. (laughs) But every bad thing you've done, everything that you've ever done against God, all of the abortions, all of the fornication, the adulteries, all of the lies that you did on that PPP loan, and some of y'all Biden people, you better to leave God alone here. Get them folk to look at that PPP loan that you lied on. God will go way back there and pull up them checks that you got from, the, from, from IRS. And you know you ain't had no children. And then claim all these children, God will pull that stuff back up. But you can think of something that God brought you from and know that you were in a bad condition and know that God forgave you. I don't want you to praise him for a house or car, the people that you sold drugs to. and all. I want you to stand on your feet, whatever it was that God forgave you for. I want you to start praising God. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you. Come on, thank you for washing me. Come on now. know you've been saved a long time now and you're looking good but thank god for the alcoholism that you were in and the drugs that you were in and the condition that you were in i think everybody in this building ought to just be praising god and giving god the glory and giving god the thanks come on here come on i just need a few minutes i just need a few minutes i just need a few minutes of somebody praising god i'm grateful I'm grateful. Hallelujah. There's a lot of things that we don't have in common. That's why I think everybody ought to praise God. I'm going to finish here. But there's a lot of things that we don't have in common. Anybody here got a Lexus? Lift your hands up. You got a Lexus. Lift your hand up. Anybody got a Lexus? I'm not down on you because you got one. Anybody got a Lexus? Lift your hand. All right, great, great. Anybody got a Mercedes? Lift your hands. Amen. Anybody got a, and I saw somebody with an Audi out there. Anybody got an Audi? Lift your hand. All right, I see it. All these fancy cars. Hallelujah. Anybody here ain't got no car? Lift your hand. All right. Anybody got a three-bedroom house? Lift your hand. Let me see your hand. Anybody got a four-bedroom? Lift your hand. Oh, look at you. Look at you. Anybody got a five-bedroom? See, all of us don't have that, but all of us got a testimony. I've been redeemed. And that's why when it comes to praise time, I'm not praising you for no car or no house, but what I'm praising you for, my sins are forgiven. I'm washed in the blood of the Lamb. And so everybody here... Category one, hallelujah, you may not have. Category two, you may not have. Category three, you may not have. But category grace, I got it. Anybody here in category grace? Anybody here that God have gave you mercy. And you're going to sit there with your cute self. Let me tell you something. You ain't on no modeling script. Amen. This the sound script. Somebody ought to pray the Lord and give God the glory and say Hallelujah. Paul said, I am what I am. Amen. Grab somebody and tell them, I am what I am by the grace of God. I am what I am by the grace of God. I am what I am by the grace of God. I am what I am by the grace of God. I'm delivered by the grace of God. I'm working this job by the grace of God. I live in this house by the grace of God. I'm alive by the grace of God. Acts 9 and 1, Paul, Paul is talking, but you can see it in his conversation. You can hear it in his conversation. It's all right to praise him, sister. It's all right. Somebody praise God with her. You can hear in Paul's conversation in First Corinthians chapter 9 that he's doubting himself. Doubting in the sense of not himself, but it's almost as he's trying to prove to these folk, 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and 1, am I not an apostle? Now notice, he doesn't make a statement, he asks a question. He doesn't say, I am an apostle. He says, am I not? It's almost as if he's asking for their verification. Am I not one? Look at all the things I've done. Have not I seen Jesus Christ our Lord? I seen Jesus like you. Why y'all discrediting me? If I be not an apostle, you see the struggle. If I be not an apostle unto others, yet doubtless I'm an apostle unto you. For the seal of my apostleship are ye in the Lord. His whole ninth chapter is, is, is proving I'm an apostle. You know, you can get so caught up in how people feel about you that every time you say something, you feel like you got to defend yourself to prove who you are. You got to keep explaining to them who you are and what you are. And Paul gets caught into this because of his past and killing folks. So every time he writes, he can't go in the meat of the matter. He got to keep explaining to them why. Because they're doubting if he's an apostle or not. Got to go down and tell them all his business. Have not I seen Jesus Christ our Lord? Are not ye my work in the Lord? Have not we power? Uh, 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 have, uh, verse 4, have not we power to eat or drink? Have not we power to lead about a sister or brother as well as other apostles as brethren of the Lord Jesus Christ? Or I only, or uh, Barnabas. And have not we power to forbid who goeth to uh, uh, warfare? Uh, And and in verse number three, my answer to them that do examine me is this. He's wasting valuable time trying to answer stuff. Stop trying to answer on Facebook. Stop trying to explain yourself to people. Stop trying to answer to people when you walk in the church. Stop trying to answer to your family members. Stop trying to answer to everybody. You don't owe them an answer. I owe you repentance for what I've done to you. If I've hurted you, I owe you, but I owe him the answer. And if I'm going to give you any answer, as whether or not God can save me or not, give me the question. I got one answer for every question you ask me. B-L-O-O-D. The blood. Somebody say hallelujah. Anybody got an answer? The blood. Why you shout like that? The blood. Why you speaking in tongues? The blood. Why you still here? The blood. After years and years of being gone, years and years of being gone, Brother Thompson was gone. Hadn't seen him in 10, 15 years. But when he walked back in this door, I opened my arms up glad to see him. I ain't asking where it been, what's happened, what's gone. But you see how active and what his, him and his wife is doing in the church now. There was some struggles and battles, DeAndre and destiny, but you see how opening your arm up and loving and see the ministry that you have in the kingdom of God now. Pray the Lord. Kids, you went through your struggle, but see, look at you now. Look at the babies. Look at the children. What if somebody would write you off? God still got hope for you. God still got an answer for you. And you don't know who God is going to use. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm closing, but every time Paul writes, every time Paul writes, amen, he writes in Romans chapter 1, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle. He got to keep calling, explaining himself. Amen. 1 Corinthians 1 and 1, Paul called to be an apostle. Can't even get to the meat of the matter. 2 Corinthians 1 and 1, amen, hallelujah, amen, uh, Paul, an apostle. And I want to say this to you so you'll understand. Sometimes we hinder the work of God because we're too busy to try to defend who we are. When Paul could have went right to the message, instead he had to defend himself to the other apostles. And some of you all are in a hindrance and not reaching the core of your ministry because you're too busy, tied up in things that you don't necessarily have to be tied up with. Mothers and childhood issues that you've dealt with. I ask God to forgive you for not being the mother that you were supposed to be. And there are mothers that have not been mothers. And you've, for 15, 15, 30 years, however only haven't been that mother. But once I come to that point that I am sorry and I repent, I can't change what I've done. I can't go back and change it, but I've asked you to forgive me. Now you're gonna to have to forgive me, and I'm not gonna let you keep bringing this back up in my face every day. Yeah. I'm gonna be compassionate and try if I can to help deal with some of the damages that I've done. But there are mothers who are going broke, trying to buy for children and do this for children and going way out of your way to do extra to try to prove to a child what you can't make up. You're going to have to forgive me. You're going to have to let it go, but I'm not taking you and your children shopping no more to try to get guilt off of me. (laughs) Y'all ain't saying no more. And you ain't going to drop your children by my house anytime you want to and say, well, you didn't do it for me. Listen, I've asked you to forgive me. Pick up your nappy-haired children. Y'all go where y'all going. I done asked you to forgive me. You ain't going to hold me in no prison no more. I'm forgiven and every time something happened you crying and going back to the past and holding you if a woman has forgiven a man and a man has forgiven a woman for infidelity and you're married he don't need to hear that every time you're in that bed and you turn around you want to remind him what he done if you forgave him and he in the bed forgive him Y'all done had 10 other children in that same bed. Cooking, sleeping, everything else. And now, when you can't have your way, you use that as a leverage to get your way. If you've forgiven them, you got to drop it. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Well, y'all just as quiet as y'all can be tonight. Sometimes people use unforgiveness as their leverage. Know that she don't never bring it up until you want not buy something. Uh, he don't never bring it up until y'all ain't saying nothing. Boy, y'all ain't saying nothing here now. Children don't bring up what you didn't do in their childhood until they want something. Can I use your car? No, you can't use it. See, that's just how you did when I was a child. Well, what I did when I was a child, I didn't give you a baby doll. If you want me to, I'll go to Walmart and buy you a baby doll and give it to you, but you ain't getting my car. I'm empathetic, and I'm not going to walk over your feelings. I'm going to acknowledge that it happened, but I can't live. I can't change what I did then. I can only start now and I can't let you nail me to the cross. You got to take me down off that cross. Because we can't go to the future because you keep holding on to the past. We can't go further because you're still holding on to what I did yesterday y'all with me? Paul continues to remind them, am I not an apostle? I'm apostle, I'm an apostle. Amen, I'm going to get out of your way saints, but this is helping somebody. <laughs> hallelujah. Galatians one and1. 1. Paul an apostle. there's again. Colossians one and one. My God, can you say hallelujah? Amen, Colossians 1 and one. Paul writes again. Amen. Paul and an, an apostle. apostle. Amen. All right, we got 1 Timothy 1 and 1. Paul, an apostle. 2 Timothy 1 and 1. Paul an apostle. And then lastly, Paul demotes himself from the words of an apostle because he feels so bound. So in Philippi, Philemon 1 and 1, he said, Paul, a prisoner of Jesus Christ. It's amazing that now you feel almost in prison in the church. Don't call me an apostle then, just call me a prisoner of Jesus Christ. Finally, when Paul gets due and finds that God has redeemed him and freed him, Paul starts Hebrews in a way that he stars none of his other books. He starts off in Hebrews chapter 1, God. Hebrews chapter 1, God. Somebody say hallelujah. Amen. My God, can somebody give God a praise and say hallelujah. hallelujah? I want to tell you this, thanks of God, amen. In this year that we've entered into, it is a new year. But many of you have entered this new year with the same condemnation and the same conscience, the same guilt, or the same unforgiveness that you were in 22, 21, 20, 19. Every year we come to this January time, this new year, and everybody said it's a new year, it's a new day. We get all pumped up, 21 nights. We jump and run, it's a new year. But because the clock, has strike 12 o'clock, doesn't mean that you've given up the things within that previous year. But this year, hallelujah, you ought to make up your mind that I'm going to get rid of whatever I was detached to. That's holding me back from going forward. That detachment not only deals with, praise the Lord, past memories, but some of us are trying to move forward in life, but we are connected to people that don't want to go anywhere. Relationships are good, and relationships are fine, but if you're in a relationship with someone that's not going in the same direction, and sometimes you're wondering why you're not moving forward, it's because they're not moving forward. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. A lot of our young people find themselves attached in relationships and attached to people that they can't get rid of and sometimes it's relationships that's hindering you from going forward. But, but, but one of the hardest things for people to do is detach. Even if they see that it's not even giving them a benefit. You, you're attached to somebody that's a deadbeat. Women who can't give up men. They're not husband material, don't want to marry, and they don't even help pay with the bill. Now, it's listen, you're bad in the condition you're in, but if you're going to be bad, don't be stupid. You connected to somebody, and you can't let him go. I don't know what it is about him. I can't let him go. He got your food stamp card. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You paying all the bills. You buying his clothes, y'all ain't saying nothing, sleeping in your bed, and he ain't giving you no benefits. You talking about, I can't let him go. What is it about him I can't let him go? I don't know what it is. Is it witchcraft? No, that's called stupid craft. You don't need no witch for that. And yet, months after months, year after year, into a relationship that has no benefits. The only thing you're getting, y'all ain't saying nothing. Y'all with me? Woo! Glory to God. I wish I had some witness here. The only thing you're getting, amen. Praise the Lord, is heat and and, and hallelujah. A holler, a yell. <laughs> And an organism, if you get that, an organism, if you get that, because you're dealing with somebody that y'all with me saints of God, and yet you ain't willing to let that go. It's time to turn it loose so you can go higher. You paying all the bills, you taking care of all the responsibility. Cut it off so you can go higher. But you never think. You never think. Your mind doesn't even open. This is my hindrance. Check after check. Amen. Welfare check after welfare check. Income tax after income tax in the same place. Y'all ain't saying nothing because you're tied to something. I wish somebody would say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You ought to look at somebody and say, I'm going to cut it off. I got to go higher. Somebody said, hallelujah. Somebody said, hallelujah. Everything in your life that's not giving you a benefit, everything in your life that's not making you better, everything in your life that's not making you higher, you need to pull out the scissors and cut it off and say, I'm going higher. I'm going to my next level. And sometimes you can't go to the next level until you cut some strings from the level that you're in. The balloon can't go up until I cut it off. Some of y'all they need to get your scissors and go back home and tell some folk, I'm cutting you off because I got to go higher. I'm cutting you off because I got to go deeper. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell somebody I got to cut it off. My God, I wish somebody could give God a praise. Tell somebody I want to go higher. Reach over and tell somebody I want to go higher not only do you have to cut off relationship but sometimes you even have to cut off family members I'm going to do the best I can to help you, but you got to learn how to pay your own bills. You can't spend your money on Christmas. I don't celebrate Christmas. You can't spend your money on Christmas buying baby dolls and Barbie dolls and then you broke and coming to me every time you get broke and you want some money. You got rims. You got weave. Y'all ain't said nothing. You got red, white, and blue weave. You got nails with diamonds on them and everything else and you coming to me to help me help you with some bills. My God, you about to Upon some of that weed and get some of them diamonds out your finger. You ain't gonna leave me broke no more while you walk around here looking like a supermodel and I'm around right here hungry with my hair napping. No, sir, I got to cut you off. I got to go higher. Yeah. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Tell somebody I got to go higher. Amen. Tell them I gotta cut it off. Amen. And sometimes we're wondering why we're still holding on to these things. It is Satan's job to get you attached to something that you can't go forward. It's Satan's job to get you attached to something. And the Bible says lay aside every weight. Everything ain't sin. There's something that'll wait. Is there anything that you're attached to that won't permit you to go higher? You need to cut it off. Tell somebody I've got to get to my future somebody say hallelujah I've got to get to my future when Paul walked in the church and preached at the church people looked at Paul as if Paul was insignificant and so God says to Paul I'm not going to have you around these Jews that won't receive you so I'm giving you a ministry to the rejects and what was going on the Gentiles was being rejected by the Jews and Paul was being rejected by the Jews so what the Lord said Paul since they're rejecting you and they're rejecting the Jews uh, rejecting the Gentiles, I'm going to take a rejected apostle and connect him up with a rejected congregation and by the time I get through you're going to see signs and wonders I want to tell y'all something if the goody two-shoe saints don't want to get you together, I want some of y'all rejected folk to get together and why don't y'all shout together if they're looking at you because you're a drug addict why don't all the drug addicts? why don't you create a drug addict praise? (laughs) why don't you create a rejected praise team somebody say hallelujah somebody say hallelujah grab somebody by the hand and say neighbor if all the rejects got together my God we could have a move of God if all of the backsliders got together we could have a move of God if all the broken got together we could have a move of God grab somebody by the hand and say the rejects are coming together yeah. Somebody say hallelujah. Reach over and tell them the rejects uh, are coming together. And so Paul, God pulls Paul and God know how to make a combination of people. Sometimes when you get in the church, hallelujah, uh, folk don't want to receive you because of your past. Uh, and you don't know all the accolades of the church. But God took Barnabas, uh, pray the Lord, who was rejected by the apostles uh, and laughed at because Barnabas uh, was the which young ruler huh, that ran huh, away from Jesus when Jesus was teaching. So Paul and Barnabas, huh, the rejected group, got together huh, and they did a work together huh, and went to the rejected Gentiles. Huh, can somebody say hallelujah? Huh, and revival begin huh, with all of these rejected folk. Huh, uh, how many people I have here that were ex-drug addicts huh, or struggle with drugs? Huh, let 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 me see you. Let me see you. Huh? Well, listen. Well, let, Can I do this? Huh? Can I get all of the drug addicts huh? or ex drug addicts? Huh? If y'all can get in that section, huh? come on here. Come on in here. I'm trying to sectionize this thing. Huh? Hallelujah. Huh? If I can get all of them, it's, it's all right to come. Huh? Yeah, and yes, it includes weed. Amen. Yes, it includes weed too. Huh? Somebody say, Hallelujah. Oh, that's a little better. Nah, nah. Y'all think I'm just talking about crap. Oh, so come on, come on. you all get this together here. Glory to God, somebody. Let me get on. Amen. Of the ex-drug addicts. Uh, y'all ain't saying nothing here. Can you give God a praise and say hallelujah? Say hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. Now hallelujah. Do I have any fornicators or ex-fornicators? Now y'all, don't don't leave that line go to that side. I just know I got some smoking fornicators that used to smoke and fornicate. Can you get to that side? Y'all ain't said nothing here. Come on now. Come on now. Don't act like you're so deep. Somebody say hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't sit out all proud because I ain't called you out yet. Somebody say hallelujah. Amen. Do I have any ex-hooches? Amen. Y'all ain't said nothing here. Well, whatever you are and wherever you came from, if I didn't call your name, you ought to be up here too. Look at somebody say it's by the grace of God. It's by the grace of God that I am what I am. Somebody say glory. Somebody say glory. Somebody say glory. Can some Else, step out of your seat. You know what you used to do lottery players, gamblers, backbiters, home whatever you were step out of your seat homosexuals whatever you were step out of your seat and grab somebody by the head and say neighbor I am what I am if you don't like it I am what I am I'm saved I'm sanctified I'm delivered I'm that I'm that hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah! grab somebody by the hand and say neighbor I messed up but I got up I messed up but I got up I messed up but I got up and right now I'm saved I'm saved and all the stuff that's still wrong with me he's working on me he's working on me your eyes on me. Keep talking about me. God is not doing me yet. But this year is the year that I tell the devil I'm going to cut ties with every hindrance. I'm going to cut ties with every habit. And I'm going higher. I'm going higher. Somebody say yeah, somebody say yeah. Look at somebody and say neighbor, this year I'm cutting off my distractions. This year I'm cutting off my guilt. I'm cutting off my shame. I'm cutting off my hindrance. I wanna go higher, I wanna go higher, higher higher, higher. Tell somebody, say, neighbor, I didn't come into church to stay where I am. I came here to go higher. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to forget those things that are behind and I'm pressing towards tomorrow. Somebody say, yeah. Hook your neighbor and say, neighbor, I got somewhere to go. I got somewhere to go. I got to the guilt of the past. I got to loose myself from shame. I've got to go higher. Somebody say yeah. Say yes. I got to turn him loose. I got to turn her loose. I got to turn it loose. I got to go higher. Somebody say yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah grab your neighbor by the hand look at what I say neighbor I'm getting ready to do something that some folk won't like I'm getting ready to do something that some folk won't understand I'm getting ready to praise God hallelujah I'm getting ready to dance like the slate is clean I'm getting ready to praise God hug your neighbor and say neighbor I've been washed I've been washed I'm washed from a drug habit I'm washed from that abortion that I had when I was a teenager I'm washed somebody say yes I'm washed I'm washed from my past I'm washed station, I'm a watch. I'm a watch. Somebody say glory. Hallelujah. Can you say thank you? Tell somebody I'm redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I'm getting ready to close. But in the book of Revelation chapter 7 there's an unusual scripture. When they looked in heaven, they saw 144,000. And John explains to the elders and to the angels who the 144,000 was. He said there are 12 tribes out of every one of the Jewish tribes, 12,000 out of each tribe, and one of the angels understood the 144,000. He understood them, but then he came to another one, and he saw a number that no man could number, and he went and said, I'm confused. I know about the 144,000, but who are these, and how did they get here? Who are these? that no man can number. Who are these Spanish-looking? Who are these Haitian-looking? Who are these Indian-looking? Praise the Lord. And I heard the angel say, well, you know it. These are they that have come out of great civilization and have washed and have washed their robes in the blood of the lamb somebody say glory hallelujah hallelujah now when you take a white robe that got a spot Glory to God. The spot will stand out until you die it. If the spot is red, if you add red to the whole spot, you can't tell the spot. So what Jesus did, he put enough blood on your white garment that the spot is camouflaged in the blood. Somebody say, yeah. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, I got some sin. I got some wrong but the blood the blood has washed me. Somebody say yeah somebody say yeah and look at your neighbor and say neighbor if you take me to the court of heaven and ask me what do I plead I won't plead guilty I won't plead no contest I won't plead innocent I'll lift my hand and I will the blood, the blood, the blood. Look at your neighbor and, and say, neighbor, this morning, what do you plead for fornication? What do you plead for adultery? What do you plead for lying? What do you plead for a gambler, look at your neighbor and say, "Neighbor, I don't plead the field; I plead the blood—the blood that Jesus shed, that
1: shed for me, way back, woo, way, way, way back on Calvary, the blood." Here
0: know, hallelujah, that in your childhood, you wasn't a good mother. I know that your mother raised your children. Praise the Lord. I know you're getting arguments and your children tell you you weren't even there. I know you ran the streets and wasn't a good mother, but that's all right. Thou sins forgiven. Don't you stay up another night walking in guilt. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Look at somebody and say I am forgiven. I am washed. I am clean. I'm sorry. I repent but I got to move on. I'm sorry. I did wrong but I got to move on. I didn't have no sense. I didn't know no better. I was running the streets But if any man, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Somebody say, yeah. Somebody say, yeah. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. Say neighbor I'm not the same person That I used to be Once upon a time Once upon a time Once upon a time That was once upon Somebody say hallelujah But if any man Be in Christ He is a new creature somebody and say neighbor I ain't the same now I ain't the same now I'm washed I'm washed I'm washed and before I go to my seat, I want to thank him for forgiving me. I want to thank him for washing me. Somebody say, yeah. Somebody say, yeah. Hook somebody and say, neighbor, my charges have been dropped. My charges have been dropped. I'm not on death row any longer. I'm not on probation any longer. He the son has said, free is free indeed and some of y'all some of y'all sit here and let these church folk put an ankle bracelet around your leg like you're on probation I don't know who pocketbook is here, but got to use it you got me tied up well I can't shout like I got an ankle bracelet or like I got a probation office kick the ankle breakers off and shout and dance tell somebody take that ankle breaker off let me dance let me shout Devil. I want you to tell that demon. I want you to tell, tell that demon that's been holding you down for praising the Lord. Tell the devil, say Satan, you ain't my probation officer, and I ain't on parole. I'm gonna shake. This anchor bracelet on. And I'm going to praise it because I've been delivered. I dare somebody, I dare somebody, leap for joy.
1: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes.
0: Brother Babs, pray it, pray it, pray it. All right, brother Babs. Whoo! boko, God said somebody needed this. Somebody needed this. Oh, bless you, hushaba. La la bah, Pray this name, pray this name. You say that's a bridge. It's all over the field, ba 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 ba, my my, it's all right. I can't stop to go. Look him in the eye and say, Neighbor Oh neighbor The only reason the devil trying to use your past, cause even though old oh, God wanna use you in the future. Lord. I'm free. Right here. No longer bound. No more change holding me. My, 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 my soul is resting. Y'all follow me. Let me hear that keyboard. It's just, it's just a blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, I see. For I'm free. Uh, I'm free. Praise the Lord.
1: I'm free.
0: No longer bound. No more chains holding me soul is resting it's just it's just a blessing oh, 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 oh. pray the Lord bring it down don't y'all get too louder than me
1: hallelujah
0: I'm free a blessing it's just
1: a blessing praise the lord hallelujah I'm
0: free shout again I'm free everybody I'm free
1: I'm free Praise praise the lord I'm free no longer bound No more chains, no more chains on me. Oh, 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 my soul, my soul is
0: resting. It's just a blessing, It's just a
1: blessing. Oh, oh, oh.
0: Give it in the right key. There's a fountain. Everybody lift your hands. I don't want anybody, if you can, nobody sitting. Stand, lift your hands. Think about the sins that you have committed in your life. And God has forgiven you for them. Thank you for the failures that he brought you out of. Think about the hindrances that's holding you. Now, God said there's a deliverance coming this morning. Freedom from your past. Freedom from your failures. Freedom from your mistakes. Freedom. While you're lifting your hands towards God. Hallelujah. I want you to ask God to release you from what the enemy is trying to do. The enemy has tried to use some of your past to hinder your future. To hinder you from going where you were going. Matter of fact, some of you today You walked in this building because there was things that the enemy has almost told you to give up on and give up hope on. But God said this message today is to restore hope to you. You can't make it. You can't live this condition that the enemy is trying to destroy. God said he can restore you. There is hope for you. There is hope for you. I'm not holding the past anymore. I'm letting the past go. You did not just walk into this building by accident. God said this was the Sunday that you needed to be here. Because this is what you needed to hear. Yes, you that was giving up on your relationship. You that was giving up on your life. You that was giving up on God. You that was giving up on the thing. God said you walked in here today to hear this message at this time. Because he wants to deliver you. And you young man, we're praying for God's healing power on you. You didn't just walk in this building. god got a healing for you. God's got a miracle for you. And we're going to pray for you and anoint you before you go. With an expectation that God's going to do it for you. I love you son. I love you. And God loves you. There's a miracle in this building for you. I want you to meditate on the words of this song as I seek 4 sings for us why don't y'all come out the back corner come on up front amen all this kind of good singing you need to come up front don't leave yet everybody lift your hands up and let them sing to us listen to the words of these songs amen Men come with me. Tanya, with, me. with me. I want you to give up. Forgive yourself of your past. Come with me, elders. I want the elders and
1: ministers to come.
0: heal his body restore the use of his limbs forgive him for his pains. wash him away Not wash him away pray. give him hope give him hope let the love of God be in his life I pray I pray leave yet say move that hand move that hand move the famous. strength is coming God did something for you today remember this moment God touched you I love you and God loves you he hasn't given up on you and the healing of virtue of God is flowing through your body now I want you to walk to your seat knowing that God has touched you and your health is being restored. Just like God is restoring your soul. Hallelujah. God bless you. Lift your hands. This is the message for you. He loves you. I'm glad to see you home. I love you. I love you. Blessings to you. Blessings to you. Blessings. Yes, sir. Blessings. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. I'm going to dismiss, but the glory of God is that God is still touching hearts. God is still touching hearts. God is still touching minds. Still touching people in the building. I'm so ever grateful to God. Out of all the things he's done, he gave us redemption. He gave us grace. Gave us another opportunity. Oh, God, I thank you. Thank you for your mercy. Lift your hands up. God, thank you for your mercy. Thank you for being a merciful God. If you're here today, And the message has touched you and you want to renew your covenant with God. And you're here and you want to be water baptized in the name of Jesus. You're here and you want to be water baptized. Why don't you come? If you're here, you haven't received the gift of the Holy Ghost and you want the Holy Ghost. Why don't you come? God loves you. God loves you. If you're here, want to be water baptized, want to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Come, come. Come while you have an opportunity. All right, our sister here says she wanna stay here. She want a church home, and not only does she wanna stay here, she say I need to be baptized. Oh, <laughs> Minister Ty Lexton said, "Y'all keep it ready. People been being baptized every day." So, Hallelujah! You see, that's 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 what what, what God said. Preach it, and I've been preaching what He say. Preach it, and giving them what they give. Now we have another one. They're going to be baptized in Jesus' name and want to become a part of the church. Deacon Ronnie, we'll have to find out what tribe she's on, but let's 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 get her. Let's get her. Sister Maxine It's going to help. Is there anyone else want to be baptized? Want the power of the Holy Ghost? Want a new start? Want a new start? Holy Ghost. Amen. Holy Ghost. I want, amen, there are two that are seeking for the Holy Ghost. Amen. I want to pray with Sister... I going to ask, praise the Lord, Sister Lions, would you pray with her? Why is Sister Lyons to pray with her? Amen. And we need someone to pray with our brother, Ella Anderson. Why don't you pray with him? Amen. Is there anyone else? Baptism of the Holy Ghost. Sister Pope? Sister Pope, right here. Baptism of the Holy Ghost. Anyone else? Anyone else want
1: the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Want to be water baptized?